Hello everyone, this is Tribecast, episode 17, and my name is Marina. This week I have packed up the microphones and went to Helsinki to an event called Diversity at Work, organized by Fintanational. The event had a set of amazing speakers, so let me give you a few names. Andre Noel Shake and Kamila Sultanova from My Speaker, Rika Yakovori from Go4, Robert Brooks and Jen W. Johnson are only some of the inspiring people I have been listening to. The event was streamed, so you can find it online, and I would definitely recommend you to register for the next events organized by Fintanational. Unfortunately, several technical issues stopped me from recording a good interview with any of the speakers. So, instead, I invite you to listen to an interview with the founding father of Fintanational, Sami Puttanen, which was already released in the episode 7. And afterwards, you'll hear Jukka Martikainen, who will represent both New Factory and a startup called Revonte. So, let's get started. Hello, Sami. Could I ask you to tell a few things about yourself? Hello, hello. Yes, so my name is Sami Puttonen, originally from Tampere. I'm a professional on the field of education, particularly like on higher education. Recently been involved with the international scene with the several years. Work at the International Student Affairs, being a startup entrepreneur, helping on edtech field to bring international students to Finland. Did run my own startup, trying to help integration of international professionals better into Finnish work life. And based on the job done, I'm currently running a non-profit organization called Fintonational, which aims to be the home of international professionals that are connected with Finland. Okay, could you please open up a bit more on what kind of opportunities Fintonational provides for international professionals? So Fintonational is, as I mentioned before, quite a new thing. We established it officially on December 18, so it's at this point a few months old. So things are kind of taking its shape. The focus is on developing on international professional competences. So helping you understand, learn about yourself, skills, have, uh, provide different trainings and give you better connections to work life as well peer support network. And what exact steps are you taking for it? Do you organize some kind of, I don't know, master classes? Do you organize networking events? What do you guys do? In practice, we have just actually closed a few negotiations with some partners that we actually able to deliver some kind of cultural compass report as well as this professional competence analysis for international members Mm -hmm. and then we will start to organize different like monthly monthly like online streams where we invite some professional to share about let's say tune up your linkedin profile kind of like on a session where people can ask tips and tricks for that and these type of monthly sessions and as well some other other like meetups the content itself it depends a lot from the members and the people themselves what do they actually need because as we see, and the whole idea of it is to actually start build things from a grassroots level. What is the actual needs that the individuals have? And what kind of people do you have in international today? Is it more for students? Are they recently graduated? Or are those experienced professionals who are moving to Finland? 
Well, if we start with the kind of who actually founded it, we had like a board of eight people. We actually all represent uh, different nationalities. And then on top of that, we have been just recently starting to actually engage people to sign member. We had now approximately between 20 or 30 people sign up on through our website. They are a mixed group. Most of them are international students, but as well other professionals who have arrived in Finland, for example, as a spouse or the other ways, or who are just recently graduated and are looking to find a, like a job placement here in Finland. Do you somehow plan to take part in the Startup World Cup? Startup World Cup is I interesting mean, action. Like international itself, I mean, we won't be participating there. Mm-hmm. Instead of more than I will be hanging around there, of course, and talking to people. But that's another story. So general networking, yes. But uh, startup world, more broader, it's, a, it's an interesting opportunity for international, as we see, because many of the like uh, statistics and show the, like the entrepreneurship is growing more and more. And as well, for many, many international, actually, that is the, well, not necessarily the easiest way, but the way how they actually employ themselves. So they have an idea, they find a team around, they actually set up the startup. So that's why we want to connect ourselves closely with the, with the startup scene because, and that's also something that operates usually in English as it's kind of born to be global. So we can assume that you technically believe in networking. Yes. I mean, networking and networks, communities, they are kind of, more, well, I would say the one of the most valuable things in, in considering building a professional career depends on a country, but especially in, in here in Finland, as most of the things go by trust. And you build trust in the best ways when you actually know a person or you have a recommendation from a person who knows a person. And, and that is something that obviously links up into a network. Although I have to also add that nowadays, no matter where we talk a lot about networks, like network this, network that, network blah, blah, blah. And also the interviews that we have been doing with international as we, like, we publish this uh, blog content on, on weekly. So each interview's networks are always like highlighted. But I would like to take it kind of one step further than that. So, I mean, network itself, I mean, what is a network? Network is something that people are somehow just connected. But what I would like to see talk more about instead of actually network, to talk more about community as seeing it more more something that people actually, they give something and also they get something as a return building these kind of like a win-win situations. So it's it's not only about handshaking and, and hanging around nice cocktail parties and drinking martinis, although I don't think that really happens in Finland. But but yeah, it's, it's more about building a community where which is more meaningful than just a net. Because a network doesn't necessarily have a meaning and community has some purpose and a meaning behind it that actually activates people. Thanks for the explanation. What do you think of the startup ecosystem of Tampere of today? It has been in a turbulence for the past years. I personally, when I started my own startup company like a couple of years ago, I participated with one accelerator program at the time. That was kind of how things are taking sh- taking shape. But then there was this like after kind of few years time of silence and that not that much happened. And different services could become like fragmented. But now it's kind of the direction is good. We're actually trying to pull together 
again like these different forces and, and to help to take it in in the next level and, and generally the feedback has been good do you think it's a good time to start a business of your own nowadays in finland is it ever a good time or is it ever a bad time I would say, I mean, timing, of course, one thing, but I would say it's more about what are you going to do? I mean, are you going to establish your own barber or a restaurant, coffee house, or build a new AI technology? It's a little bit different. What would you recommend? Would you personally go into establishing your own, I don't know, bakery or barbershop, or would you go in IT? Both has pros and cons. I mean, again, I would say more go about okay, thinking about what you do and how, and it's important is to map out your field to actually know what you do. I mean, when we, if you talk about starting a business, entrepreneurship, whether it's kind of like this startup or just like kind of in, in quote kind of like regular entrepreneurs, more like a, like or existing industry. So the more important is to know what you do, map out your field, and think how you create a value. I mean, no matter if you would be just a traditional bakery, there are plenty of them around already. So how separating yourself, how do you create a value? And and also where you are good at, what is your own passion? I mean, if you are really into baking, I think bakery is a better option than, uh, than developing AI tech and vice versa. I have one last question for today. In your opinion, besides what we talked about, but in very general terms, besides passion, what is the key to success for an early stage startup? Knowing what you do, connections, support. Support from where? Or? A support from uh, from your own like family, friends, like on a close networks that are actually helping and encouraging you. Support from the side of like, let's say, other like peers, well, financial support is, just, of course, one thing as well, the funding. But uh, I would say, like, if the idea is good enough, like nowadays, I mean, there's more than enough money in the world. It is just a matter of if you have a good idea and you pitch it right, there will be funding for that. Thank you very much, Sami, for your interview. Thank you. And this week I have a guest whom I have known even before I started doing podcast. So hello, Yuka. It's really nice to have you here today. Thank you for having time for this interview. And uh, to cut me from talking, please tell our listeners a few things about yourself. Okay, thanks. And it's great to be here. Thank you for calling me here, Marina. My name is Jukka Matikainen. I'm the director of New Factory Innovation Center and Startup Incubator. And currently, I also work in Tamlink, which is the mother company of New Factory, owning us 100% actually. So I'm working there as a business director as well. So it's like 50-50 at the moment, the time that I'm allocating here. I should say at that point that we first met when I was taking part in one of the New Factory's projects. So what's going now in New Factory? And by the way, could you please tell our listeners a few things about what New Factory is? Well, New Factory, like I said, it's kind of an innovation center. So we are running different kind of innovation related projects like that growth builders that you were part of. And actually we have a new batch going on at the moment in a growth builders project. And we will have another one in the fall. Can we approximate when those who are interested can apply for the next batch? Sure, sure. Actually, if you are interested, you could contact us right away because the summer is coming and you know that in, in June or in July, actually, in, in Finland, nothing happens. And our next batch is going to be starting in 
mid-September. So after the summer, we will do more marketing and promoting and approaching talents and approaching uh, businesses. But now it's a good time to be active if you are interested in as for me growth builders was one of the projects which was like take the time to think what you want to do in life mm -hmm. but how do you see it from the perspective of new factory what's the project about well that's one point of it and uh, quite valuable i think officially and the main goal of the project is to help uh, finnish smes and startups to kind of uh, go international and the logic And thinking behind this project is that uh, we can do it with the help of the international talents who are living in Tampere, so that uh, there are a lot of like international talents who have not been able to, to get a job for one reason or another, and that they have maybe some difficulties to network and, and find companies, make connections and so on. So we are helping in that, and, and we, we facilitate the collaboration between the businesses and, and talents. So that is the main goal of the project, to help businesses internationalize. But, of course, there are a lot of other good things that can happen when good minds and hearts are collaborating. That's true. What are other projects which are ongoing in New Factory or will start soon? Well, actually, in New Factory, we are going through some changes at the moment. As you know, we have been running these accelerator programs since 2010 already started with the brand Protomo and then we, for several reasons, abandoned that. And later we used just a simple name, New Factory Startup Program. But we are not doing that anymore as such. Currently we are building up a new accelerator or incubator called Spinout Lab, which is targeted at research-based technology startups. And we are doing that in a very close collaboration with uh, Tampere University. So it's kind of a new thing and we are proceeding with it and there are still some open issues like related to space and related to some other stuff. But I would say that you will hear more about that after the summer and hopefully in the beginning of the next year we will be in full speed with that. Right and good luck with that. Thank you. And if Tribe Tampere can somehow collaborate within this project or any other project we're always happy to. Join sure, in. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Thanks. One of the things you also find time for in your quite busy schedule is being the board member of Revonte. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I would like to remind our listeners that Revonte was one of the participants, one of the two most successful participants, to put it this way, of the recently ended Nordic Startup School. Yeah, that's First cool. of all, congratulations on, I guess we can call it a second place. Okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Secondly, let's start from the very beginning. What do Revanta do? Okay, if we start from the beginning, so maybe I can start from the beginning from my point of view. So I first met the founders of Revanta actually in New Factory Startup Program. So they participated there. And I've known the guys ever since. And I kind of um, immediately noticed that the guys were kind of, uh, they had a the right spirit. It was both ambitious, but humble at the same time. Big goals, but they were able to listen and learn all the time. So, and they were very interested in lean startup stuff and all that stuff that we had in our, our program. So that's where we started our collaboration. And, and later on, one of our mentors, Otto Kroons, joined the team And uh, I've known Otto for many, many years as well. Then I really kind of uh, got interested and there was an investment round and I joined in into that with very little. <laughs> 
money like a micro investor but part of the deal kind of a deal was that uh, I'm, I'm a part of the board at the moment yeah that's that's how i got involved with Rebonte and uh, i really like the team and, and i really like the idea i'm not an electric biker myself but i understand the idea of that kind of a new kind of a motor electric motor that they are building for the electric bikes and of course the Like electric bikes is a trend, like electric everything now nowadays, like scooters on the streets and, and so on. So it's the, the trend is right, the team is good, and uh, it's a promising business. Of course, not easy, a lot of challenges. It's a software and hardware, and hardware is a little bit different than software that I'm more used to deal with. But anyhow, very interesting. Let's see, let's see what, what we can do. Right. Since you mentioned this subtopic, I cannot avoid asking mm -hmm. one of my favorite questions. You're quite experienced in the startup ecosystem on Finland. In your understanding, what's the biggest challenge for a startup when they're stepping in the business? Well, of course, it varies a lot. And sometimes it may be the team, sometimes some other issues. For example, if I'm talking about, I was mentioning this new accelerator called Spinout Lab where the teams are research teams or more or less research-based teams. So in that case, in many, many cases, uh, the lack of business knowledge is a challenge. Mm -hmm. And uh, you need to take that into account and maybe try to find ways to, you know, make teams stronger, maybe some changes, maybe new members or something like that. But related to that, if we think about the whole ecosystem and the startup culture and so on, I think that the more we have experienced serial entrepreneurs who are willing to do it again, not like just starting to live with the money and play golf or whatever, but to start a new business, I think we need more that kind of people. Of course, gradually we are getting there. Our startup culture is not so old. It's evolving all the time. And uh, the more we have the serial entrepreneurs, the better. And also, like... Examples, for example, Tribe and these kind of efforts are very, very important in that sense that they are bringing uh, successful entrepreneurs or not so successful entrepreneurs, brought them up and show them to people and show them to young young people to, so, to, so that they can think that, okay, maybe I can try my own thing as well. And they can get some support from the more experienced and so on. So team is one kind of a topic, but then, of course, in Finland, there's not so much money. Like in some other countries, if we think about investors, on the other hand, if you have a good team, if you have a good idea, you can find the money. It's not so big of a problem, but if there would be a little bit more money, maybe there would be more risk takers and maybe more like risky businesses could get funding as well. What else? We are not good in selling. We are not salesperson. If we think about international business, especially, that's one issue in many cases. So that kind of stuff. It's a, it's a cultural thing in a way, but it's getting better all the time. So you mean Finnish people are not good at boasting about how cool they are? That's it. <laughs> And in your opinion, is it a good time to start a business of your own in Finland now regarding the state of Finnish ecosystem? That's a hard one. I don't know. I don't know when it's a good time. If I, I mean, if you have an idea and if you have an opportunity to kind of uh, go for it, I think that's a good time, no matter about the economy, in a sense. Because if the economy is going down and then you start something, it's easier to attract 
like talents to your team probably if the job market is not so heated and many successful companies have been started when the economy hasn't been so well not only in Finland but in internationally as well and then when the economy starts to go up again then if you have found something you have a product market fit few customers you can kind of ride with the wave upwards as well so I don't know it may even be so that it's more related to your personal situation can you take the risk are you able to do that I mean, if you have a family and house and loan and all sorts of, you know, duties and stuff going on, maybe it's a little bit difficult to start a business that is really kind of, a, if it's a startup, it's, you don't know if it's going to succeed or not. Can you count how many startups you participated yourself in your life? I don't know. It depends on the definition. Of course, in New Factory, we, we had a lot of startups and startups teams hundreds of teams and i don't know maybe 100 startup or something like that but if you think about where i have been working or being very kind of deeply involved that's not so many actually a few right i think we can consider evante to be quite a successful startup so probably my last question for today will be in your understanding what's the key to success for a startup okay but first i would like to say that revante is not the success story yet in my mind. Maybe this is one issue. I mean, I think you are successful when you have a successful business. So if you have investors, that's not a success as such. I think that's just a starting point. So you need to have a customers and you need to have a sustainable, profitable business. And Revonte is not yet there. Hopefully one day it's it's heading towards it quite nicely, but but we are still hungry and we need to be because we don't have the successful business as such with customers yet. But what are the success factories? Was that your question? Yeah. Well, of course, there is always a, the debate. Is the idea more important than the team or vice versa? And that varies case by case. But I would say definitely there, ha- there has to be a good team with kind of a counterbalancing personalities and complementing capabilities not just engineers for example there has to be kind of a variation in the skill set of the team there need to be like ambition of course you need to be hard working and all that i think it's very important and then if your idea is not so good if you follow for example lean startup principles you can find a new idea so in that sense team may be more important But, of course, the market opportunity is very important as well. And it's good to be lucky. That's always nice. And I'm very lucky, I think, because I always get great guests for the interviews. And definitely, I like my job. Thank you very much for having this interview, Yuka. Thanks a lot. My pleasure. Thank you. And I wish you and all of our listeners a nice weekend. This was Tribecast episode 17. And my name is Marina. Let me remind you that Tribecastre is an independent media working in a close cooperation with Tribe Tampere community. I wish you all a pleasant weekend and I hope to see you all next week in our open meeting in co-working space P47. And for now, stay warm and tuned. <laughs>